Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're tuning in today. I have my cozy sweater and my warm cup of tea, and I hope that you have found a nice, quiet place to relax for the next little while as we talk through this podcast together. But before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to say I am so excited about the snow that's on the ground right now. Probably more excited this year than I have been in many recent years. I'm feeling pretty festive, and I'm super excited about the upcoming Christmas season. And it got me to thinking about why I'm so excited. Why do I feel more festive this year than I have in many years past? And to me, the more I thought about it, it's because the winter season and the snow itself is a very beautiful and valuable reminder of the importance of rest. That no matter how fruitful or how productive the spring and summer have been, Winter is inevitable, and it's necessary for the replenishment of the earth so that we can continue to be fruitful. And the more I thought about that, it struck me. Why do we not give ourselves the same permission to rest? If we know that rest is inevitable and it's necessary for the earth, why do we not give ourselves the same permission to be still in our lives and in our goals and in our ambition? So today's topic is actually going to be how to pursue peace and ambition at the same time. Is it possible? What does that look like? Absolutely. So stay tuned and let's dive right in. Welcome to Own Your Voice, the personal and professional development podcast for today's creative artists. Grab a chair and join us. We saved you a seat at the table. Now, here's your host, Gabrielle Stahlschmidt. Okay, you guys, so any of you who know me out there know that today's topic is extremely relevant and timely for me personally. I mean, it's something that I have been thinking about and and grappling with a lot as an ambitious person. If you have a type A personality, if you are somebody who is a go-getter, then this is the message for you. Ambition is a beautiful thing. Ambition is literally the will and the drive to be successful. So don't hear what I'm not saying. Ambition is a beautiful thing. But at the same time, I find in myself and in others with the same personality around me that we can actually um, diminish our peace in the pursuit of being successful. So that when we do accomplish a goal, there is only a fleeting sense of contentment and purpose in that because we have kind of denied ourselves the beauty of the process of becoming successful just in the pursuit of, you know, maybe checking a box or um, ticking off something on our list or hitting a New Year's resolution, which I know is right around the corner. So today I have compiled a couple of thoughts for you on how to pursue peace and ambition at the same time. So the very first thing that came to my mind was being process-driven and not just goal-driven. So for me, whenever I set a goal, sometimes I can become so fixated on pursuing that goal and checking that box off my list that I haven't allowed myself to learn from the process. And the more I've slowed down recently, the more I've come to appreciate and understand the beauty of the process of the becoming or the beauty of the process of reaching that goal. So that even means that if I fall short of that goal or if 
maybe I fail at that goal, but I have still become so um, enriched and learned so much from the process that I still count it as a personal success. So to become process-driven, it's more of a focus on the behind-the-scenes work that it takes to accomplish a goal rather than it is the meeting of a goal. And I actually wanted to share with you today a post that I had written on our social media a while back because it just perfectly kind of sums up how I feel about the process. So um, over the summertime, I actually took my studio on a field trip to the Muni, and we were fortunate to receive a backstage um, tour, and I got some fabulous photos, and the more I looked at those photos, it reminded me of all the work that goes on in order to stage a production, and how we often overlook the behind the scenes and the backstage work that makes the presentation of a show possible. And to me, this is the perfect sum up of what being process-driven means. So let me actually read this to you. And I formulated this as a letter to fellow burnt-out musicians and perfectionists like myself. So here it is. Dear musicians, this is my gentle reminder that watching a polished performance is really like viewing the tip of an iceberg. What you witness in a performance on the stage is a result of the preparation the dedication, collaboration, and cohesion of the backstage work. In reality, what happens behind the stage is the most important part of a performance. So it is with life. The most important work is not always the most impressive work. The quality of our preparation, our dedication to the detail work, our ability to take and use constructive criticism, and to humble ourselves to the knowledge and skills of others is the most valuable and beautiful part of honing our gifts. So don't let the blinding ideal of bright lights and curtain calls be what you enshrine as ultimate success. Rather, let the quality of the waiting, the learning, and becoming define the beauty of your goals. And to me, that was just kind of the perfect reminder to focus on the process at bettering myself, maybe, you know, besting my own record, rather than at beating somebody else at a goal or rushing to complete a project just for the sake of having it finished. So that is, to me, what process-driven means. The next thought that I had is actually surrounding yourself with quality people. So who you surround yourself with is huge in determining your success and your attitude towards success. It's very important, as we've discussed before, to surround yourself with people who do make you better, who challenge you to reach those goals, and who applaud you along the way. But also those people who can be your checkpoints and um, those sounding boards to tell you, hey, you might want to, you know, take a step back, rest. You know, it's okay if you don't reach that goal by next week. And those people who support you in your restful seasons just as much as they challenge you to become successful. So pick your inner circle wisely. The next thing that I have to say is to diversify your identity. And what that means is to actually separate your identity from what it is that you do or you're trying to do. And realize that whether or not you're successful at a particular goal doesn't mean that you are not a good mother or a good teacher or a good friend. So your identity is not wrapped up in the pursuit of your goals. 
Your goals do not define the quality of who you are. And that's something that I've had to take to heart as a perfectionist because I feel like if I don't reach a particular thing, then that reflects on me and my character. When I have to realize that my character is defined by the fact that I am full out in pursuit of something and that a failure or a halt in the road doesn't mean that I'm not good enough or successful enough at what I'm doing. So that's a great reminder for myself personally. And the next tip I have is to actually create um, a checklist in the style of more of a dashboard than a leaderboard. So what I mean by that is that in the pursuit of your goals, they should be inward focused rather than focused on what everybody else around you is doing. So if you think of a leaderboard, a leaderboard keeps score and tabs on everybody else and where you stack up in comparison to those around you. And that can be a helpful um, reminder of how you are doing in your goals, but that shouldn't be the end all be all that we hold ourselves to we should have a dashboard which seeks to check in with our own personal progress. So again, this goes to that process-driven rather than goal-driven um, idea. So a dashboard is like, think of a car, you know, that tells you the internal health of the car. Whenever a certain light flashes, you know that, hey, <laughs> I should probably check on that. That's not a good thing. And so it is with yourself. Check in with yourself, with your mental health, with your physical health, um, and make time for rest when you need rest. And reach for help. I mean, just because you are pursuing a goal doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself. Surround yourself with community and find a mentor or several mentors or mentorship situation where you're learning from other people and you're tossing ideas out and they're giving you um, insight on how they may have just you know been successful in a goal that was very similar and you have perspective outside of yourself that you never would have had if you hadn't reached out so don't deny yourself community as you are trying to crush your goals as well because and personally I found that whenever I hit burnout the quickest is when I kind of withdraw or don't make time for personal relationships around me when I'm not connected to community and when I'm trying to get things done on my own in my own strength so do not deny yourself community and kind of cloister yourself away in order to get things done the next thing I would say is Find time and find ways to actively pursue rest and contentment. So for me, for the longest time, I always thought, you know, as soon as I finish this next project, as soon as I complete this, I'll be at peace. And as if peace was something that just all of a sudden happens whenever you finish something. And that's not true. Um, peace is actually something that you have to pursue. And if you don't put the effort into pursuing it, it's never going to happen. So finding ways to be content, finding ways not just at the end of a victory to celebrate, but celebrate your successes along the way. And actually to unplug and to unwind is a very mindful and very important thing and step that needs to happen if you want to avoid hitting burnout. So that could look um, like a variety of things. It could be, you know, unplugging from your phone for a while. It could be working out, listening to music, going on a hike or a vacation, um, surrounding yourself with positivity and friends, um, 
but anything that you can do to actually take a step back and reevaluate your priorities. And remember that at the end of the day, yes, there are very important goals that we have in our life with our work um, and our families that probably should be accomplished, but not everything on your plate needs to be accomplished right now. So prioritize your short-term and your long-term goals and keep um, checking in with yourself from week to week and seeing what you, can, what you can do to become one step closer to each of those goals rather than just mindlessly trying to pursue something huge in your life with no careful consideration to the steps that need to happen. So I have actually compiled a couple of apps that I find really helpful for ambitious people in order to prioritize your time and to make sure that you are checking in with yourself and that you are mentally healthy and physically healthy. So one that I like that's free is called Hours, and it's an app that you can use on iPhone or Android. And it is something that actually breaks down how much time you spend on a particular goal. So you can input exactly how much time you want to spend on a given task and then check in with yourself at the end of the day or at the end of the week to see if you have hit those goals. And that's just a very mindful way of making sure that you have allotted enough time for a specific step or it show you that, hey, I've spent way too much time on this one particular thing this week and I need to reprioritize my time. So it's a great great spreadsheet. It's a great visual to see where you are spending your time and how you can be more effective and efficient. Another app that I love is Headspace and you can use a variety of different apps that do the same thing but something like a mindfulness app to help you at the end of the day unwind and just have that quiet time within your own self to be at peace and to be at rest mentally because that is one of the biggest, if not the top thing that's going to save you from burnout, is being able to have a safe, quiet place to just relax and be and turn everything else off. I love Headspace and I've been using it for quite a while now. I don't know if you're anything like me, sometimes I tend to misplace um, this idea of success with a feeling of anxiety and stress. So sometimes I'm like, well, hey, I'm really stressed out. I'm really achieving something really great here at the same time because I must be working really hard. And I want you to understand that just because you are stressed out and anxious doesn't mean that you are achieving what needs to be achieved. Um, you actually can achieve your goals in more effective ways and not stress yourself out to the point where you're losing sleep or you are not eating and taking care of yourself. So don't make the same mistake that I have, that just because you have a lot of anxiety and are stressed and are always on the goal, go that you are um, doing everything it takes to meet your goals at the expense of yourself. And then the last two apps are free. They are the podcast app on your phone and YouTube. And this is a great way, like I said earlier, about putting yourself in mentorship situations to learn from those around you who are successful, maybe in your field or um, in fitness or in financial goals that you may have is to keep tabs on what's going on around you and what's working for people around you. So that's another way to reach out and kind of engage with community and learn from other people in order to make yourself more successful. So I hope you found those things helpful. It is absolutely possible to pursue peace and to find contentment more than just a fleeting contentment whenever you've checked something off of the list. It is absolutely beautiful to be ambitious and to have that go-getter personality and to get things done, but make sure that you're not sacrificing yourself and your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health in the pursuit of your everyday goals. 
I will see you next time. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to give us a shout out on Instagram, take a screenshot of today's episode, and let us know how you are being more mindful in your everyday life. I'll see you next time. To learn more about the Own Your Voice podcast or to join the growing community, visit gabriellestudioofmusic.com and the Own Your Voice podcast on Instagram. As always, remain committed to owning the power of your unique voice because what you have to say, both musically and personally, is much too important not to be heard. 